Hello, I'm Minder, and welcome to a special Christmas Eve episode of Nightmare Nocturne. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell icon. Tis the season for fright, guys and ghouls, so that only means one thing for tonight's episode. Krampus. Let's get started, shall we? Missing Child's Report, Emma Thompson, age 2. Emma was last seen August 13, 2016, near Oakwood Drive. She was last known to be wearing a pink pony top, blue jean shorts, and pink sneakers. My face was distorted and funny looking, and the reflection of the red glass ornament hung on the Christmas tree. This is my favorite time of the year. I love the smell of fir trees, twinkling of the lights, hot cocoa on a cold winter's night, and dancing to the nutcracker. But... The best part of it all is Santa. Santa comes once a year to praise us for being good. And boy, was I good this year. I kept my grades up, did my chores, helped mommy and daddy, and was even nice to my brother. Speaking of my brother, he was sitting in the corner of the family room watching me. The room was dark except for the glow of the lights on the tree. Light cascaded parts of his face, which made him look sinister sitting in the armchair. Brandon, I had said, what are you doing? He just stared up at me from his book, not moving, not blinking, just staring. I call him my evil twin. He's nothing like me and he makes my skin crawl. He's always been like this, but this year has been really bad. You know... Santa doesn't visit naughty children, I said. We stared at each other for a moment, which seemed to linger. I know, he whispered and took his leave. I watched him saunter to his room and heard the soft click of his bedroom door. I continued to play with the ornaments on the tree. Tomorrow night, Santa comes. Angelica, sweetie, time to wake up, I heard my mother murmur in my ear. I awoke with a jolt. Yes! I exclaimed. Time for our yearly traditions that we have done as long as I could remember. Mommy and I baked Christmas cookies while Daddy chops firewood. Brandon and I sat at the kitchen table eating our breakfast. I peered over the cereal box just to watch him looking down at his cereal, muttering to himself. He usually talks to himself, but it's been a lot more recently. For us being twins, we don't really look the same. I have perfect blonde hair and shiny blue eyes just like mommy and daddy but Brandon has dark hair and dark eyes daddy says he looks like papa used to before he went silver but I say it's because he lives in the darkness Brandon are you going to help with cookies this year mommy said while pouring her coffee he looked up at her with his eyes wide I want to color freak. I mumbled under my breath. I put my bowl in the sink and washed my hands. Let's get Santa his cookies, I said to Mommy. Mommy rolled out the dough while I pressed shapes of gingerbread man and candy canes in it. Brandon sat at the kitchen table, aggressively using his red crayon. What are you drawing, I asked, looking over my shoulder at him. Santa. He stopped coloring and looked at me. And his brother. Krampus, Mommy said. Has Papa been telling you about those scary stories again? She looked annoyed. Krampus comes to punish naughty children, 
while Santa leaves toys in exchange of good deeds for good children. He looks straight at me. Looks like you're getting coal in your stocking then, I remarked. We both returned to our task without another word. It was now bedtime. Mommy helped me get the cookies and milk together for Santa while Daddy and Brandon threw oats out in the yard for the reindeer. I look forward to this night all year long. The anticipation of getting presents and the magic of Christmas. Brandon and I were both brushing our teeth out of each of our sinks in our bathroom. Do you know why elves have pointy shoes, he asked me. No, I said as I spit my toothpaste out. So they can poke the eyes out of children who try to sneak a look at Santa. He walked out of the bathroom and shut his bedroom door. He's lying, I thought, just trying to pull my leg because he knows every year I try to wait up for Santa. What a freak. I snuggled into my bed waiting for Mommy. She came in with a book in her hand and sat next to me. "'Twas the night before Christmas,' she began. I somehow slipped off to watch sugar plums dance in my dreams. Bang! I awoke with a start. Arose such a clatter, I thought. I pulled back the covers, slipped on my robe and princess slippers, and creeped slowly out of my room. As I tiptoed to the top of the stairs, I could see Brandon in the shadows, illuminated slightly by the light of the tree. I crouched down next to him. Aren't you worried about the elves, I whispered. He ignored me. We sat in silence, listening to the beating hooves above us. I was so excited. This is my chance to finally see Santa. Do you think he knows we are watching? I asked Brandon. He didn't say anything again. Just breathe long and heavy. After what seemed like forever, he spoke. Santa already came. What? I looked down at the tree. Presents? How did I not see them? Krampus, he breathed while looking at me. The sounds of crumbling rocks fell from the top of the chimney. My heart started to beat faster and faster as I heard what sounded like claws scraping down the bricks. I found my hand searching for Brandon's own, whom seemed to be doing the same thing. Out from our fireplace emerged a dark figure. It began to rise. It stood tall and broad. He had horns like a goat. His beastly body was covered in dark fur. One of his feet was grotesque and ugly. The other was a heavy black hoof. His spine-chilling eyes glowed yellow like two fiery suns, and he had a pointed, slimy tongue. Brandon and I looked and turned at each other in fear. Both of our eyes were wide now. I'm sorry. He mouthed the words to me right before we heard the beast speak. Naughty, naughty children must be punished. It looked like the monster held his own sack of gifts. Except, it looked like it was moving. It was. I saw a hand reach out from the inside. The arm moved back and forth as if it was waving at us. Krampus was facing the mantle towards our stockings. He turned around with a piece of coal between his clawed fingers. My mouth widened and I silently screamed to my brother, we gotta get you out of here. 
I yanked at his arm and we fled towards my room, attempting to close my door as quietly as possible. I heard a deep grumble come from downstairs. Get in the closet, I exclaimed while pushing Brandon. He blinked owlishly at me and said, He knows. Which is why you need to hide. I pushed him into the closet and closed the doors. When I turned around, I came inches away from rancid teeth shaped like broken glass. Naughty children must be punished, he breathed. I closed my eyes tight, hoping that this was a horrible nightmare. I felt the razor-sharp talons grab a hold of my shoulders, and then darkness. I awoke startled to a horrible pain in my legs and arms. I screamed and cried out. Krampus towered over me with long, thin branches in his hand. Naughty little girl, he hissed. His arm rose above his head, causing the iron bells on his cape to jingle. Over and over, he continued to whip me while I cried out in agony. Four, five, six, seven. They kept coming thick and fast. At first, the pain wasn't too much, but I can feel where he was hitting me. The blows were raining down on my body, from the shoulder blades down to the calves and then back up again. But with each blow, the skin softened, and the pain grew and grew to the point that my whole body felt like it was on fire. Soon it was unbearable, but they kept coming, mostly on my left shoulder and calf. I had to summon up all my control not to move. I could no longer cry. My voice was gone and I felt as though all hope was lost. Just as quickly as it had started, it ended. I attempted to pull myself up from my once beige carpet that was now stained scarlet. Krampus stood over me with a twisted, smiling grin. I was good. I attempted to speak, but my throat was gruff. Brandon was the bad one. Krampus bellowed out a laugh. You mean to tell me your time, little Emma, should be rewarded? I blinked at him, confused. He must have mistaken me with Brandon. Krampus makes no mistakes, child. It was like he could read my mind. I, I, I fixed her. She always cried. I followed all the directions as a doctor should. She was fine, sedated. I wheezed. Brandon played mortician, not me. Krampus's brow furrowed as his mouth turned grim. His angry glaze sliced at me deeper than the birch branches. Removing vocal cords doesn't fix anyone, child. You see no wrong in your actions. You feel no remorse. I didn't do anything bad. I was angry now. You can't tell me how I feel. I was good this year. I should have presents. Brandon was the one who killed Emma. He buried her in the sandbox, not me. Chuckling, he reached into his sack and pulled out a perfectly wrapped present with a giant red bow. You want presents, child? I have presents. 
He sat the box in front of me. I picked it up and shook it. A heavy, slow, rattling roll. I sat it back down. You will have your present child, and then you shall suffer the same as your brother. Brandon. I looked behind me in the closet. He wasn't there. I look back down at my present. What's in the box? I asked. He glared daggers at me. Open it. My hands trembled. I lifted the lid with the oversized red bow. There, Brandon's dead-eyed gaze looked up at me one last time. Merry Christmas. I hope you have all been very good this year, and none of you have made the naughty list. Because if you have, Krampus will come and get you. Nightmare Nocturne will be back on February 14, 2019. Jay would like you to be her valentine. May you all have a wonderful holiday and spend it with those whom you love. Sleep tight, little monsters.